This Warriors Life Podcast 2022, episode 22. Uh, I'm Will Evans, here with Brad Larkin, Friday afternoon. I have to say, I was uh, not really feeling it today. I was, uh, Mrs. Brad pulled the pin um, and he, he boosted me up. So he'd done all this research and uh, dragged, me, dragged me back into it. Couldn't let it all go to waste. Brad, uh, you turned over a new leaf. Is this anything to do with your um, constant overlooking by... By sins there, yeah, it's almost a pity pod. I reckon you, I reckon you feel sorry for it. It's a pity pod after you and Fonz have been double dating live on air. Uh, far out, yeah. But I, I just I, once I, I listened to you on Staffy, you sounded good. The boy sounded good, although Fonz' first rule of sins was one talking at a time. He didn't quite get that memo. <laughs> I, first interjection, but otherwise, <laughs> after that first little hiccup. I sounding good. I'd, I'd probably pin that one on Staffy. He, uh, I felt like he didn't quite direct the question. Clear the, enough? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we both went at the same time, and then I, I, uh, yeah, stumbled over my words and. You yeah. let the alpha. You you back down to the alpha pretty quick. Oh, you go. You go, go Fonz. <laughs> I don't want to know. You go, bud. <laughs> it would upset the Fonz. Um, yeah. yeah, but no, good on yous. Getting the name out there getting the name out there but yeah and then so i thought shit i bet i better do a bit of research I'd, i've looked into a couple of things this week for the game not probably nothing to do with the game or anything important or interesting but um let's let's see how the day goes ah. well, first of all looking back to last friday night uh, fonz was layering it up in the corporate box and we were tucked up on the couch to the late game on friday night i um enjoyed it it was a in the end, reasonably convincing loss, but I thought in a lot of ways it was close to our best yeah. of the year, which doesn't say a lot, but... It was very watchable. Mm. Yeah, I wasn't pissy at anything. Like, it was niggly, that intercept try, that sort of gave them yeah. a bit of a sniff, made that score look a little bit lopsided to what actually went on in the first half. But yeah, I, I thought it was a real good watch. I thought holding them to 10-6, um, particularly given that intercept, yeah, they could have really dropped their bundle a bit there. But uh, defence was outstanding on the whole, really. Um, yeah, it was. After giving old mate a barricade, we were, we were marching Morgan last week on last week's pod. And he's obviously coaching them to tackle again. Yeah, um, it was only really that sort of five-minute period where we couldn't defuse a couple of bombs that lead to back-to-back tries and... The game was kind of gone by then, and then Sevo uh, opened up a can on us with a long-range yeah. try, and then it was done. But, you know, credit to them digging in and uh, grabbing a couple of late tries to pick back that scoreline. That's uh, the difference between us and a few of those teams. We don't have that can opener in our squad at the moment, oh, do we? You can, there's no one that could blow a team away like a, like a Manu used to do. Or, yeah. Uh, any any individuals you want to uh, pin? Well, Fanoa Blake was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, who else did I? I'm just so long ago now. Fanoa Blake Johnson played pretty good. Yeah. Besides the intercept and then a kick out on the full, but otherwise I thought he looked quite sharp. But built on that Tigers game. Yeah. I'm just I'm trying to think. But who you you go? Who how did the player ratings go? Who was the top? Player in the player ratings this um, week. Jeez, I can't even remember. It was bloody late by the time I got around to it. Yeah, it? yeah. Um, but I and Ed Cossey did go. Yeah, oh, that's what I was going to say, actually. Yeah. Both of us, Fonz's quiz, we both failed the Ed Cossey yeah, question. Yeah, uh, shitload of metres, uh, scored a really good 
try as well. Zero errors? Yeah, no errors, I don't think. Although he probably should have made a play at that. that uh, no, he shouldn't have made a play. Well, he should have caught, tried to take the bomb and then not play at the ball when the Eels... Mm, yeah, like he, he he played he played well, but there was still no destruction. He got a try, didn't he? Yeah, good try actually. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll give him his dues, I suppose. No, good on you, Ed. Once, but you know, maybe yep. not his fault. Uh, yeah, obviously enjoys playing on the right a bit better than the left. Um, Pompey keeping getting picked is baffling me. Yeah, he had that nice try assist, but other than that. Mm. Yeah, Fords, Egan, still going good. Yeah. Uh, who else? I thought Tohu was good. A couple of errors uh, there, but, yeah, 173 metres, 44 tackles, line break, um, and, and the assist for uh, for Kossi. So pretty strong around from the skipper. Um, elsewhere, yeah, nothing. It was just a good or average. Like they all just done their bit, didn't they? I think. Like I said, there's no can openers, so no one has blinders that often now. Um, this weekend will be interesting. I'll be, yeah, it's a good opportunity. But looking at the way Parramatta played last night against the Broncos, geez, yeah, it takes maybe they're not that yeah. great of a team anyway. But look, we we were there defensively. We were, I thought, we were pretty good. And just that it was one of those games. Like we've said it multiple times, and even other people were said the energy from the outset and the first set of the game was up there straight away. It was like it was quite high tempo that first set. So and you knew right, eh, this is going to be a watch. It's, yeah. it's a yeah, it's strange. But I th- Jones is like like you said on sense. Jones hasn't done anything blatantly different. Or we can't see. I can't finger point what the major improvements are, but they seem to be better to watch under Jones than yeah. Brown. I think he's just stripping it back a bit, making it a bit more simple. Yeah. One thing I liked was that, you know, I don't remember the last time both of our wingers got a try, but we, you know, stripped the eels on both edges yeah. during the game. And, I, I, you know, there's a time early in the season where the winger wingers could barely get the ball. from the And back. if they got it, they were getting bundled into touch by that stage. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that gives you a bit of hope. I mean... Being this out of the finals race already, yeah. I mean, if we won seven straight, we'd finish with a 12 12 record, and I still don't even think that'd be enough given our uh four and against is in such a state, and we're not going to win seven straight. So, being out of the finals race this early is a bit of a rarity. Usually, we can you know mathematically hang on to a bit of hope. I think last year we uh, is it better this way? Is it better pulling the plaster off? Like, oh. Or do, what do you think? Get, or getting disappointed, hanging there, hanging there. Hang, I don't. I, 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 see, I feel quite comfortable about the end of the season. Yeah. For some reason now, I'm makes, not that broken about missing the eight. Makes it harder to do a podcast though. Um, <laughs> it does. But cuts out pay down by about three or four weeks, not making the finals yeah, as well. Yeah. Miss um, out on months worth of pay. No, um, like for example, last year, which was a bit of a disastrous year, but we were still in the finals. Hunt until the second last round where we blew a big lead against Canberra. Um, when he That's finished, right. Yeah, sixteen record. So yeah, there's just uh, a bit of a, a bit more of a gulf, I guess, between the bottom five or six teams and the rest. Uh, it's good that Jones has got nothing to lose though with the squad. Yeah, um, it does make. Can, you, 
can chop and chop. You're not going to make wholesale changes, but just to blood a couple, change a couple of things, try a combination. Did you want to go over the changes for this week before uh, getting into your deck? Oh, yeah, yeah, so the changes, yeah. So the obvious uh, headliner change was Reese Walsh getting benched. Um, for what was your, first of all, what was your take on um, on Jones's decision there? Uh, I guess what? I don't know. Maybe it's as just as first dose of reality because his form hasn't been that great in the last few games he's played. He's had a few errors, and Chanel was clearly has played the best at fullback in recent times. Yeah, I thought Jones made some really good points. He does play at 100 miles an hour, which you know can lead to some some pretty brilliant things. But I think more often than not, and it it could be just because he's playing in a. Fairly I think he's trying his guts out to try and lift them. Yeah, definitely. But um, I think our better our best chances of of winning a game at the moment is probably with Chanel. At fullback, yeah. Which showed by the you know he played fullback in the Tigers game. He was one of our best. Won the game convincingly. Um, whether that's just bad luck for Reese that he missed that game or not, but um, he, yeah, I thought he wasn't particularly good against Parramatta. He is leaving, um, and I think you know he could be a bit of a weapon off the bench. He has been before as a rookie. He um, was a really good uh, shot trooper off the bench, and yeah. you know, to, like it's not unusual. It's unusual for us, but it's not unusual to carry a back on the bench. You see a lot of time. No. You know, Canberra did it in a grand final a couple of years ago. Bailey Simonson, it's, it, it probably offers more versatility, if anything, having Walsh off the bench than Lussett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I like him coming off the bench. I, it's pretty ballsy of Jones. It's a pretty ballsy move to make. And if it, But I think Jones is such a little gentleman, mm. general gentleman, that he probably took it well. You could imagine the way he sort of told well, she would have given it to him calmly and politely with those reasons. Yeah, I, I think it's a pretty brave move. And Walsh, by all accounts, but there's all this waffle in the media because he's got dropped everyone all of a sudden. He's up to be signed and da-da-da. But, yeah, I think Walsh, from all accounts, has got stuck in at training and trying to prove himself. I think he's onto it enough, and we've seen the passion that he puts on the field with that 100-mile-an-hour energy. I think yeah. he'd do the same at training to try and get his spot back. Um, be, yeah, obviously looking to make a huge impact when he does get on the field. Interesting to see what they actually, uh, how he is used. I mean, it might depend on an injury or how the game's flowing, but whether they'll bring him on at fullback and move Chanel into uh, hooker or, or whether they mm. have him in a roving um, lock role. And you saw how successful that was at, at Origin. I'd, I'd provoke. I'd prov- I'd um, prefer roving. We know what he's like at fullback. We know there's no, there's not really any bonus in bringing him on and putting Chanel at hooker. There's more bonus having them both on the field at the same time. So, yeah, shift Jazz into hooker if Egan needs a break. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We've got that versatility there and um, guys like Arcee and CHT playing so many different positions gives us, you know, we can cover Isn't Arcee a weird name, eh? Oh, yeah. Arcee. Sounds like he's, it's his nickname, and he's he's really famous for dropping his lip and just being an absolute sulker around the club. Old Arcy over there, or uh, yeah, or the you know the Arcy meaning like Tinny, lucky. Oh yeah, yeah, you could take it the other way. Yeah, maybe, 
Um, maybe, maybe that's how he got it. Their family was real. His old man had a couple of, like, you know, back in the day when you get your name, maybe his old man was a real tinny gambler. Always, always won on, what did they gamble on back in the day? Chicken fight, cock fighting? And that's how his family got their name. Yeah, I'm sure there's a more logical explanation, but... <laughs> um, Oh, excuse, interesting just... call, uh, Dejan. So obviously he's he's a lone, well not a lone player, but he was a mid-season signing just at the end of the year, um, being sort of out of favour. Had a few games as soon as he got to the club, and and has been out of favour playing for the Dolphins. Uh, is this a bit of an audition for him getting picked at five eight? It's got to be, doesn't it? Mm. That's exactly what. Why why not chuck it out there? Try and if you are going to sign him, get a bit of. Uh, protection on your investment to make sure he's going to be right for the team and put him out there. Plus, also, am I wrong? Did he debut against Canberra at the start of the year? When uh, the- yeah, mid-year. And, yeah, played, and he had an absolute like, blinder. Uh, on, on club debut, played a key role in that comeback. He did, two try assists. Um, yep. So I wonder if Jones is even thinking back to that as well. This is a perfect... He's, he's had some luck against Canberra. Yep. Let's Let's chuck him out there again and see how he goes. Uh, I would quite like to see how he went at centre or fullback where he has started first so would I. For, for the Cowboys. I mean, I'd like to see Arthur's on a wing too. Yeah, I think they could have made a few more uh, changes just to to see where we're headed next year and and who who can play what sort of role. I mean, Volkman not being in first grade, I find a little bit confusing. He got a couple of games and you know didn't yeah. stand out, but but looked at home and then. You know, to go back to the Dolphins, I watched the highlights of the Dolphins game last week and Arcee actually had, I think, three try assists, all from kicks. Uh, but Volkman had a couple of try assists. They both got a try. Uh, Volkman got, a, I think, like a 70-metre uh, intercept. He got 22 uh, points. Yeah, kicked a bunch of goals. Um, Setu, too. Oh, I know. Another hat trick. Man, he's good at latching And up. they were great tries. Yeah, great. There's, Sign him up. Sign him up. The dolphins have, uh, dolphins have snagged him on a train and trial deal. Oh, have they? Oh, uh, this will break me if he becomes the next Brian Tottle, mate. It will break <laughs> me. Um, oh, have they? That sucks. Oh, good on him, though. Good yeah, on him, because he's a bloody a, good footy player. He's been plugging away for the Dolphins. He hasn't been contracted to the Warriors for a while. I think it was just pure coincidence. He was at the Dolphins... And then, you know, the Warriors formed that alliance with them last year. So I'm not yeah. sure whether we could have used them or what the deal is. I don't has, – has there been any Dolphins products that have – No. First grow? I don't think there has I been. don't think so. If anything, it's more Warriors products beefing up the Dolphins. Um, what was I going to say? Back to Volkman. I, I wonder with that with that selection of RC over Volkman. I wonder if it's because they've already got him locked for three years and it is this mm. sort of trial for RC. Like, we already know we've got this kid. We know he's a product. Plays at the Dolphins like that every week. Imagine the confidence that he's going to grow if he can keep tearing them apart yeah. like that, as opposed to coming and battling away in first grade. Because he hasn't played a massive amount of footy this year. He only had a handful of games before he signed with us mid-season. Yeah, Uh, exactly. Let him dominate. Let him become a cocky little shit in that grade (laughs) and then bring him up to own the first grade. uh, Could be our long-term goal kicker by the looks of things. He's um, got no right boot on him, has he? Well, if he was racking up those points last weekend. Um, What else have we got team list-wise? I think those were the only... 
changes with obviously um we've got so what happened to the bench lusset dropped out didn't he yeah he's he's missed out um Dallin is back on the wing for Cossie, so Cossie yep. gets to rest on uh, on a decent performance for a few mm-hmm. weeks rather than playing. Yeah, that uh, has another <laughs> another meltdown. Um, yeah, and the pack is pretty much as expected. Still no Katoa. Apparently, uh, I have read that he's been going all right in. But for the Dolphins, hasn't played for. I'm going to look it up. How when he last played? first grade for us because it feels like a long time Brad. Is it four or five weeks? Yeah he's only played the nine games this year last game round 11 against Dragons and that was off the bench um, yeah it's just falling out of a fall from grace. A Telegraph article uh, suggesting he has been told he's welcome to field offers from elsewhere which obviously it's got you know. I wonder if he's not a great trainer as well and that's affecting his on-the-field performance. He relied on natural ability. Now his training's not tough no, one. I don't know. I thought he fell off a cliff as soon as Nathan Brown turned up. He was yeah, well, he was a, probably shortlisted for Dallium Rookie of the Year in 2020. Um, you know, real game-breaking type. Since he was the, playing like Nanai was this year. Yeah, uh, yeah. Really athletic. I think Brown maybe saw a bit of a more of a middle forward in him and even though he's been his starts have still been in the second row, but he just seemed cumbersome and comparison. He's the only him. Yeah, uh, um, it's baffling, and it's got real Isaiah Papali vibes about, hasn't it? <laughs> goes to Melbourne or wherever they'll turn him into. Well, Parramatta should pick him up to uh, yeah. slot into Isaiah's jersey if he does go to the Tigers. Surely they can't. They can't do that to the Tigers, can they? That would be no. Nah, that would be. I reckon it would. The the appointment of of uh, Benji will actually help them get Papa Lee over there. And I I think he's too much of a proud. He's a look. He's a man of his word, and there I think him a little bit. That guy. He's almost like a Chanel in terms of um. I don't, yeah. Who knows? Don't do it to the Tigers. Poor Tigers. Um, what did you make of the Sheen's Benji? Bombshell. The, I, I know it's. I know it sounds ridiculous. The one thing I would make of it, it's pretty rad. Finally, one of these teams, like the Warriors, like there's a group of us all in the same category. At least they've got a plan. Mm. They've put a plan in place for X amount of years. Right, we're going to try and build to this. And at least there's, yeah, at least there's a plan behind it. And there's, I know it's probably cobbled together at the end of the... It must have been... They must have been hitting the panic button going, Jesus, what can we do? No one wants to come here. Bloody Brett wants to take over the team. We've got to get something chucked together before <laughs> Noddy tries to take over and just hit the panic button. But it, I, I think it's not a shit idea. And it's it's one of those clubs that probably a lot like the... Like, bit of passion, bit of pride, always living off that 2005 final. That's all yep. you ever hear out of their mouth. Like, what? How, yeah. So it's, it's um yeah it's, it's still a gamble though I mean Sheens is oh Sheens was yeah he's he, his, his split with the Tigers in 2012 was quite acrimonious he hasn't coached well, I think he had a brief stint in England which didn't go particularly well no seventies hasn't coached in the NRL for a decade and his successor is someone who had zero coaching experience obviously they've 
you know, they've seen something in Benji that suggests he's going to be a first-grade coach, but, man, it's... Uh, I, I don't think they have it all. I don't think they have it all. It's just all glory days. <laughs> it's kind of like, like, imagine if... if uh, you listen to the lyrics of glory days, that dude, yeah, there's a guy going on about how he used to be a good baseball pitcher. That's all it is, glory days. That will be their theme song when they come out next year. It'll be Bruce. Like, imagine if the Warriors had announced, uh, okay, the... Coach replacement is uh, John Money is coming back, and Isaac Luke's going to take over from him in three years. Two years, yeah, and he's going to bring along. Um, he's going to bring along Kane Evans, and <laughs> oh no, nah, it, it needs to be legends. But but yeah, in saying that, right? If it was, what if it was? Uh, who is someone? What's what's the Warriors equivalent to Sheens? Probably Cleary. haven't got Cleary, but he hasn't. Oh, coached, yeah, but, nah, he hasn't, so. but, but he hasn't coached for the last decade. Um, what about if it was Greg Alexander, Greg Alexander to come for two years and then Steve Price and Ruby Wiki to take over after that? Yeah, Ken, you'd be like, what What credentials do these guys have? But there'd be a lot of people out there on Facebook pumped on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I mean, it's funny. There has been a lot of people in yeah. the sections um, saying, oh, you know, just get Monty Beatham and Kevin Campion and a bunch of ex-warriors, they'll, you know, they'll do it. It doesn't work. Well, yeah, that's it. it but, uh, well, good, good luck to them. I, I, Tigers are one team that I used to love seeing play, or, and they've gone away from the way they used to play. Very comparable to the Warriors. Remember that razzle-dazzle they used to play? Oh, man. The Tigers. Every game, win or lose, it was amazing to watch. Right but up they've gone away from that. 2011. What was that dude? I seen him on um, that Benji show the other night, actually. What was that kicker? Pat, what was that winger? Kenny Richards. Why has no one learnt to kick off? Remember when he turned up and started kicking off these torpedo bombs? Yeah, well, he went over, he went to Wigan and started, he didn't even kick when he was here before that. Then he went to Wigan and became like this record-breaking point scorer who did these freak kickoffs and kick drop goals from halfway. Yeah. Why has no one learnt to kick off like that? I don't know. It's weird, isn't it? Because that was, remember the first couple, it was like, holy shit, what's going yeah. on here? And, like, a lot of turnovers. But surely Matty Burton, I'd, if I was yeah. Matt Burton, I'd be texting him going, right, I've got this bomb, how do I turn that into a kickoff? Yeah. Because they were getting, yeah, they were, it was, well, it was a roll of the dice whether they were going to catch it or not. Yeah. Um, instead of, you know, guys like Reese Walsh just trying to put it, in, put it into the parking lot every second. <laughs> I know. Uh, just speaking of parking lot, you see that game at Gosford the other day where it <laughs> yeah. got kicked out and it shit kicked back in. But the, the funny thing I noticed and not really talked about, he kicked it and those two dudes walking along the footpath just picked it up and kept walking. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what happened to the ball. <laughs> yeah, I bet you they didn't get it back. Yeah. I would have loved to see him just connect with it really sweetly and kick it back into the into the ground. Uh, um, where, the, where were we, bro? This weekend. Camp, shall we get him to Canberra? What's Canberra? Yeah. I um done some investigating about Canberra actually, just to just to school up on where we're heading, what sort of city it is, uh, who we're up against. Yeah, well, and lay it on us, Brad. A few things. Um, I was looking. At, I was looked at the uh, looking at the average crowd to sort of see what support would have in the town. Um, average crowd at Canberra is roughly around twelve thousand this weekend. I was like, geez, wonder what sort of percentage of those supporters would be Warriors supporters. So then I went, I dug some, done some digging 
went to the 2000, might be, I don't know if it was 2021, we'll call it 2021 census uh, polls for Canberra region. There's 1.8% of Canberra's population of roughly 400,000 are Kiwis. Yeah. So then I went, right, so what's 1.8% of 12,000? And I think that roughly comes out at about 180 or 200, so 240 maybe. So there's going to be at least 200, should be at least 240 Warriors supporters at the game this weekend. Okay. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Uh, you must have your, your dusty old uh, builder's calculator with your builder's pencil out, <laughs> jotting down. <laughs> these, what is it, the old Casio AEC? Yeah. <laughs> the one that can do trig. Cosine, sine, um, yeah. But uh, so I got that the old scientific calculator. You need a scientific calculator for this exam this year. Fuck, scientific calculator. Being a poor kid from Renanga, that was like yeah. 40 bucks for one of them. No that, way. That's when math, maths, um, math, <laughs> yeah. maths, math parted ways. ways yeah. <laughs> I, came third, I came third last in our entire form for sixth form maths after passing fairly comfortably in, in school cert. One of two things I passed it, actually. Was no. maths? I passed maths. Did you? No, not in sixth oh, form. School oh, yeah. Fifth form. So I passed maths. What was the other thing? And technical drawing. But funny is a, is a quick. And then I got forty seven in the last four subjects. And do you know how you could get the recount and you'd automatically. But yeah, could, who could be bothered? No, I didn't do it. But um, failed woodwork. Says oh. Brad Larkin, director of New Form Building. That's like the equivalent of you know a kid not making any of the rep teams and digging in and really. Uh, yeah, I'm like the Michael um, Jordan of building, mate. Yeah, I didn't get selected till real late. <laughs> um, um, so where did we get uh, maths? Oh, I got another. Sorry, another. Yeah, it's Friday. It's Friday, and dad, parents are away. Fonzie's away. Dad's away, so we can. <laughs> another math story. I remember we did you know that whole cosine trigonometry. Yeah. I remember. It? Sine, cosine, and what was the third? Tang- tangent. Oh, yeah. So we got the test. Pythagoras' theorem, isn't it? Is that what it's all about? Pythagoras' theorem? Never worked it out. How did those dudes back in Greece work this out for frigging rock and a bit of chalk? But anyway, um, we got the test handed out, and we're doing this test. I remember it clearly, and I was sitting there, and it's like, fuck, I've done no studying for this. Absolutely terrible. And I got my test paper. I opened it up, and the back page was the answer page. The teacher had <laughs> accidentally given me the answer page staple to my one. It was just me. And I sort of looked around. I was like, right, you gotta you gotta be cool with this man. You, you, get, you don't don't take liberties. <laughs> so I played it cool, man. I played it cool. I got about well, maybe 70, early 70s, late 60s percent wise. Marks come around the next week. Teacher gets up in front of class going, oh, right, so I've got the results back from the test and everyone done terribly. Except for Brad. <laughs> Brad seems we've got a hit. So what we're going to do today is we're going to – I'll go over here and I'll hit this class, and then Brad's the other one that knows how to do it, so he'll split and help this side well, of the you're class. you half the <laughs> <laughs> So I'm, I'm missing like, – I have no dude mates in my class. I was, all, I was mates of all the chicks. It was pretty sweet. So missus at the time was there, and then I sat down with this group of, like, eight chicks, and I sat down, and they're like – and I was like – I had the answer sheet. I, I cannot <laughs> help you at all. There's nothing I can do here. But then I had to actually study it for the next, for, for the reset. So it didn't look like I was cheating the first time. Oh, man. Yeah, so it put me in, don't cheat, kids. It just puts you in a real awkward you're, position. You're just gonna, it's going to catch up with you. Mm. Um, yes. I just wanted to touch on the delicious irony that I asked you what the third button was, and it's tangent. 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, we go off on tangents every 15 oh. seconds. I couldn't remember it. Yeah. <laughs> Tangent. Uh, right. And so Canberra. Canberra this weekend. Another fact about Canberra that I dug out too. It's the only capital in the world it's legal to jump over the Capitol building. You told me this off air and I just don't really get it. But I jump- don't get it. I, yeah, I don't know. On a motorbike over an edge of the building. Um I don't know. Still pretty famous for its fireworks and hardcore porn too. Why is that? Why why can you why is it just a free for all in, in Canberra? Oh, apparently it used to be you could buy fireworks unlicensed in Canberra. Um, whereas I think other place other other territories in Australia you had to have a license to buy fireworks. But I think those rules have since changed. But the hardcore porn thing is still yeah, it, it was it, it was illegal to sell hardcore porn in most Aussie states, apart from the ACT and the Northern Territory. Surely the advent of the internet has uh, made that completely redundant. Yeah. Not that I went down this rabbit hole, but um, yeah. And do you know know all that money we've spent on the billboards for Canberra for the game this weekend? Yeah. Do you know we dropped the, spent like 10K of our money on, there's no billboards along the motorways in Canberra. You're joking. No, apparently not. Apparently not. So that might have been a real shit idea of all places to drop that 10K for some billboards for advertising for a show. The only place you can't put them up. Should have done our research. <laughs> if, only I'd, if only I'd looked into that a week earlier. So that was a scam. So um, Canberra Billboards are us. That was a scam site, was it? Yeah, Camboards. Cam boards. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, it's quite popular to have a business in Canberra with the word can, like can oh. do it. Oh. Can, can turf. Like a play on words. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can turf, can assist. Yeah, so they're, they're, hard, they're a bunch of hard shots. But yeah, that, that's a little, here's a little spin on Canberra. Uh, the Raiders really need to win this as far as staying alive in the finals race goes. They came up with the upset against. Uh, against Ailey mm. Melbourne last week, bumped them up to 10th. They're only a win outside the eight. Uh, level with the Roosters and the, the Dragons in equal ninth. Uh, real interesting race. It'd be a nice one to be part of. We're six, uh, six points adrift to those guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I caught, there's something about the Raiders. I just still have a bit of a soft spot. Maybe it's our mate Tally. I think that must be it. Machine. Yeah. Because um, I certainly don't. Yeah, old, old mate Rapano, he can't, he just can't, uh, Rapano, I should say, uh, can't stay out of the judiciary's crosshairs. He's out suspended again. Um, what, what's with him in this time around in the, you know, because the first time he had a clean sheet almost, and it didn't seem to be this much of a prick before he went. Was it because he went to rugby? And he come know. back this rugby <laughs> attitude? Got a bit of white line fever, I think. Has he? I, I might be mistaken, but I think he was. Well, he's quite religious, like potentially Mormon or something. Yeah. Uh, but when he gets out on the field, all hell breaks loose. But, you know, it's been it unleashed a bunch of shoulder charges in the All-Stars game. Got a <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's gone just – he's a yeah. little bit – I wonder if he's had too many head knocks and he's starting to become a bit unhinged. Yeah. Uh, incumbent New Zealand winger, so I guess he's part of the World Cup plan, given we're a little bit short on on guys out wide. Yeah. Um, and poor old James Schiller scored a double, including the a 
brilliant little kick and chase match winner last week. He's out. Um, what is it? Ankle injury. So Albert Hopawati comes on to the... Is that right? Is he down there now? Yeah, you might remember him um, being in our ranks uh, during COVID time. He was a lone player that didn't get to get on the field. Is uh, that yeah. right? Was yeah. it Manly needed him back? Uh, was it Manly? Yeah. Or the... uh, did, did he actually go back? Yeah, he did. He went and played. Didn't the... play a game, yeah. He, he did, actually. He played the last five games of the year. came off the bench against us in the last game of the season. That's what I mean. He didn't even play a game oh, for, us. for us. No, and he yeah. um, he's had the one game. Oh, actually, he actually played last week, came off the bench uh, uh, against Storm. So, yeah. Uh, I like we've got nothing to lose, and Canberra a bit flighty. This yeah, is it's a, a good time. Uh, yeah, banana skin game for them. Uh, a couple of key guys out, still not playing particularly consistent. And we've had a bit of luck down there. I think three of our last four we've won in Canberra. Uh, the old Roger Tuivasa-Shek try saver cap in the twenty-one. Oh, that's right. Back. Yeah, yeah. Last season, last time we went there, so. Yeah, I wouldn't be loving this matchup, especially after what happened in, in Redcliffe. That was kind of the turning point for the Raiders after that. They looked gone after that loss and then the yeah, won six right. or nine since. So, yeah, good chance. Well, they won six or nine since. Yeah, something like that. Um, Jesus, they're, they're travelling all right then, aren't they? Yeah, back picking off some decent teams. Hmm. I think it's good to... I, I, I like coming in. I'd rather come in against them after a win against Melbourne than a loss against Melbourne. Yeah. For whatever reason, that makes sense to me. But um, yeah, I'm confident, and I, I don't care. It's like when Toddy was in charge. As long as that long, long as that they're a good watch, and they look like they're putting effort in. That's all, and I can see some improvement. And yeah, just want to see some spirit. I care about at the moment. Yeah, Yeah. spirit. We're no all-black supporter. How about those maggots? Oh, man alive. Get a grip, people. <laughs> Jesus. Two, Two games in a row the... against, uh, you know, obviously one of the best teams in the world, and it's um, the sky's falling. It's but tricky. even the coach is sulking. After yeah. two losses, he calls off a press conference. Like... Oh, man. What about the yeah, poor guys like, uh, you know, Brownie had to do, has to do it every week when he's getting up. <laughs> Losses in a row. It's like no, I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even turning up. Then you've got. Then you see the footage. Of the, even the teams, like the supporters, lose. But the the, the teams coming unhinged a little bit. You see the footage of Marshall and Ioni. Yeah, <laughs> come out drunk, try to get into a bit of a drunken scuffle in Wellington streets. Grow like, up, Marshall. Uh, <laughs> it's like uh, at Redcliffe Leagues Club, and they're trying to separate Daryl Halligan and Adam Vanilla Blake. Yeah, or, or, or a certain owner and a certain ex-prop. Well, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, seriously, you know, obviously the World Cup uh, is the big focus and things are looking a bit shaky, but, man, it's not all oh, doing one. That sport is killing itself, man. Like, we, we complain about league and rule changes and how it's ruining. That that sport has is going to cripple itself. It is... Yeah. So it had the, like because the kids have been what fair enough New Zealand kids yeah. want to be that that's yeah rugby is everything but they watch it and to see someone get three weeks for a head clash an accidental head clash and you get suspended for three weeks like what did what was an eye gouge in league 
gets three weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, far out, rugby. You are oh, broken. Yeah. But, well, I mean, I can't. I've tradition, like, I've obviously been a league guy for 30 years, but I've always watched a decent amount of rugby from, you know, off and on, depending on my interest well, levels. You're in New Zealand. It's it's everywhere. But, man, I cannot even sit through 10 minutes nah. these days. You turn it over and they're packing a scrum and they do it three times. It drives me insane. And then, then yeah. there's a penalty blowing. And then how long those penalty advantages last for? Uh, uh, yeah. like they'll be there and next minute the referee's trotting 40 metres away to drag everyone. It's like, oh, my God, give some. There's no continue. What's it? cohesion yeah Yeah, there's no fluidity to the game it's Mm -hmm. so stop start it's yeah it's i feel sorry for back in the day there was it was pretty i guess pretty watchable it was a free yeah it was because it was a free-for-all and it wasn't so technical and broken down but yeah i guess it's a tough game to write rules for compared to league and that's that's the beauty yeah. of league. It's simple. Yeah, that simplicity. And, yeah, you know, so many, I've seen a, heard a lot of people that I don't know, a lot of people that I don't know, just genuinely switching to league, you know, not making a, it's just a natural progression because it, it's, we've got a far better comp, Super Rugby actually sucks. And it's yeah. just better, better sport to watch. I've seen um, one of New Zealand's sort of most, yeah, like more, what's it called shot window supporters chris key from haraki him and who's the guy that was from that uh new zealand band that's a big uh the old school not split ends what's the other one crowded house he was a dj now he went to a dj turned into a dj he's a famous he's in the dudes he was in the dudes oh um Far out. He's crowded. He was, and then he's a radio DJ turned into a house DJ. Um, far out. Not Peter, not Peter Ehrlich. No. It is, isn't it? Yeah, Peter Ehrlich. Was he in the Dudes? I never knew that. Yeah, well, yeah, is yeah. That who sings yeah, Bliss? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, he's a, he's a huge league guy though. Peter yeah, exactly. They were on the project. Yeah. They were on the project on TV the other night, pumping up the Warriors and almost saying what we said about rugby. Gee whiz, you you think you're battling that? Try be a Da da, but Paddy Gower is on there, and he's he said that he's swapping to league. He's had enough of rugby, and he's swapping to league just because it actually flows, and there's something to watch during the duration of the game. It's it's not someone that you would pick to exactly. To make he looks it. like he's played a few games, but he looks like, yeah. looks like Kevin Campion a little bit. <laughs> but but yeah, old Paddy Gower is jumping, up, and that's what's going to happen. Kids are going to yeah. yeah, it's yeah the. Well, I mean, if, it, if it's a great opportunity if the Warriors can... Like, the thing is, the Warriors are at one of their lower ebbs. Everyone's talking about them. Yeah. Everyone's still watching them. And and when if they start going well, people will jump on the bandwagon. I mean, I think rugby league's in a great position in New Zealand purely because it's we've got a better competition and a better product. Um, one of the things as well, I'm really... I don't think I've really touched it on, on it here. So my cousin, who's one of my best mates in the world, but he's a dyed-in-the-wool rugby guy. He's he, like he played rep rugby and stuff, um, NPC, and he's and uh, he's, he kicks off a few like league versus union arguments after we've had a couple of whiskeys and gets uh, pretty yeah, animated, yeah, yeah. but all in good fun. But the one thing I always get him on, and he's a passionate All Blacks guy, and I'm like, I don't know how you can bother because you either you know, satisfied that they've won 
or in a state of despair because they've lost. But you're never you're never ecstatic. It's not like it was in the nineties and in the early two thousands where there were other good teams. It's like once every four years they're ecstatic when they win the World Cup. Yeah, but not even that ecstatic. Twenty eleven maybe, but even then they almost cooked it and and yeah. almost took the gloss off it. So that kind of and and now that that monkey is off the back with two straight World Cup wins, it's either okay we won sweet we're the world champions or oh my god I can't believe we fucking lost. Yeah. Uh, Whereas that I'd said to him, you will never ever get this the even if it, it may never come for us, but the the elation that will come when the Warriors win the comp for the first time, that feeling that we get, you will never ever be able to find that. No. Rugby. No way. Because no way. It's just the nature of how it is. It's how I kind of feel for Australian, like... Um, Even and, winning a semi-final. Look at that semi-final against the Roosters. Yeah, yeah. That, that picture, of, as a Warriors supporter, we were far more pumped than a lot of rugby supporters. That's yeah. such grisly... Yeah, it's it's. And yeah, it, I feel it, sorry it's for them. almost like a, you're a victim of your own success to a certain extent. Exactly what it is. It'd be uh, like being a Melbourne supporter. We've talked about that. Yeah, before, like, like I mean, Melbourne have lost three in a row, and and uh, and people are writing, you know, yeah. like your epitaph and and saying what's wrong with Melbourne. I mean, it's just a bit of an injury uh, injury enforced slump. But yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of Melbourne, do you reckon old mate's gonna head there? There's yeah, a bit more well, chatter about it in there. I have, yeah, the, it seemed like more of a media-driven yeah. sort of uh, pie-in-the-sky thing because, you know, lost Pappenhausen for the season. Uh, I've actually seen that it actually could happen, according yeah. to uh, some reports, that they may go after him. Now, obviously, I can understand Warriors supporters being annoyed if he did go and cut a stint here short because he's leaving the club to be close to his young child whereas he'd been Melbourne for a couple of months away from Brisbane whereas now he's obviously on. your personal thoughts uh, as a league fan I don't really care about him leaving the Warriors um, now for me like I've, I've yep. enjoyed having him there now knowing that he's going knowing that we can't make anything of the season I'm not worried in the slightest and as a league fan I'd probably be more intrigued like I'll always have a soft spot for Walshy and want to see him do well at whether he's at the Broncos or wherever yeah um, I'd quite but like it's, to see what it's, he it's like do. that. Um, to me, it's almost like the imagine they had an Olympics where they let them take steroids. It's like, right, let's let's let while she takes steroids for six months and see how good he can actually be. You know, you know what I mean? Like, put him in that sort of environment. Right, yeah. I wouldn't mind actually seeing how good he is. Like, put him in yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, like getting to play with Munster and Hughes behind that. Pack. Yeah, exactly. Imagine the Olympics where they could take steroids. How fast someone can run, doing a hundred meters in five seconds and then dying. <laughs> That'd be sick. Yeah, Holy I'm, shit, Sam! I'm being curious about that as well. Yeah, um, but yeah, four hundred kg. But anyway, yeah, that, I, I, such a rough run that I don't have a problem with it. Um, you know, obviously, sometimes you see clubs just you know stock up on on players, even though they you know don't really have a need for them. Um, you know, just pluck the best players out of shit teams and in both yeah. ranks mid-season. But Melbourne have really been pumped this year by injuries, and then Pappenhausen going for the year is, you the know, kid, just such a blow. The kid sort of deserves it too. The, the amount of talent he's got and where he's been stuck for eighteen months, he he's sort of deserves to carried us to a yeah. certain extent. And we've expected a nineteen-year-old kid 
single dad <laughs> that uh, <coughs> is yeah. But he is in an awkward position given the reason that he is going back. To yeah, him. but it's only an awkward. It's only going to be what people's personal opinion on you. And it's not once once you get over that. Yeah. You go, Screw it. I'm I'm Reese Walsh, not not hmm. old Sam Davies on Facebook. So. I'll oh, do what I want. Fucking um, Sammy oh, D been kicking off. Yeah, yeah Sammy D's into him, mate. He's getting stuck in already. I don't know. Sammy D's got an issue, man. He's a troll. <laughs> he's a troll. He pops up. I think he's been um, banned for another month now. Yeah. But <laughs> Facebook down. Um, yeah, no, no, I'd be, from a league fan point of view, my, the curiosity has definitely yeah. got better of me, and I'd quite like to, to see it. And Yeah, yeah. exactly. Why not? Yeah. Who is um, your Cowboys still your team? Yeah, love him watching the Cowboys still. And I think they're doing all right. They've they've got a few injuries at the moment too. But um that yeah, they're still battling away because is Cotter back? I don't even think Cotter's back. No. Um they're without Lukey. Old um what's that Le Lua yeah, is going be. pretty good in the environment. He's um he's Looks shining. Like playing there for years. What's that? Looks like he's been playing there. Yeah, ready. Uh, Scotty Drinkwater's still on fire. Fado frustrates me. He's lazy. He could be owning the competition, but he just sort of picks his time. He's almost like Katoni Staggs. He could rip it, rip anyone. Oh, that is so unprofessional. Yeah, sorry, mate. I, I would say I'll edit it out later, but I won't. Uh, yeah, Griffin Name still chugging it. He's going to be yeah. a good prop in a few years, man. Yeah. Tanoa Brown's getting a bit of game time at the moment with uh, McLean being out. Yeah, just uh, I guess remains to be seen whether they go to the next level when it comes to finals time. But they're well placed. They're going to be a fly, fly in the ointment, mate. They could. You I reckon. Or to coming up against them? No, no, they are in the game for eighty minutes. They are never gone. It's um, they they get beat last week though, didn't they? Yeah, uh, they did. Yeah, without their Origin players. Yeah, again. yeah. A so sharp got the... team that is coming in back into form again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, they're going all right. Uh, bit of signing news, actually, for the Warriors. I've just got hot off the press. Apparently, uh, my boy Otis is playing for them when he's older. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Signed him to a long-term deal, eh? Yeah, I was taking him to rugby training the other day, and I was telling him what he what he can and can't do and what his plan is. This It's out of it. He's, he's he, Yeah, he's he makes up these. Th- each week, he's like, right, this week I'm going to throw dummies. And he throws yeah. dummies the week, and... He'll tell you how many tries he's going to get from dummies, and he's cool. He's like Babe Ruth, mate. And <laughs> then he's stands. Yeah, yeah. So he got four. Right, I'm going to get four tries from dummies, one off the kickoff. Done. Yeah, and sure enough, done. Um, steps, and then uh, running it straight. He's worked out that running it straight and rippers the thing to do because all the kids and oh, you've probably seen kids league. Yeah, it's like a swarm. Yeah, just yeah. goes around the field. They absolutely drop their guts when a little kid is coming at them hard and fast straight on, mate. They they don't know what's happening because they're expecting to run around. So yeah, 90% of the tackles are probably made from behind, are they? Yeah, exactly, because the rip is hanging, flailing behind you in the bridge. Oh, is that the one where you pull the tag off the hip? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So when you're running straight at them, you're both scared and awkwardly <laughs> trying to get this ripper. So Odie's doing that. But, yeah, no, he told me the other day that he's going to play for the Warriors. So I don't know when that signing happened. And I don't know when the contract starts, but that's something to look forward to. Well, I'm going to, um, yeah, I'll take back everything I said about Cameron George and Craig Hodges then if they've signed, signed Young Otis. That's a real good good uh, 
indicator for the future. And... Yeah, I'm gonna get hold of Dale Husband and just see what um, Fox Memorial team sort of probably needs a second row or a lock. Yeah, thin on the ground. Yeah, and, you want, yeah. you want him um, playing against men before he goes into first grade. So I think maybe next year get him playing a bit of Fox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's, what is he, he's eight next year. He might do that 18s tournament next year, actually. Yeah. Just do that 18s tournament. To do, I guess. Yeah, just men versus boys sort of uh, game. Yeah. A couple of weeks and then, yeah. So keep your eye out for Otis Fox Larking. Could so, be the, would he be the first Otago breed warrior? I can't think of anyone from that far south that's played first grade for us. I remember that we had a couple of Southland boys in that. Um, we have Southland. Um, it just but didn't make the first grade in our original Warriors squad. I wonder what the further south, that's a, there's a bit of homework for you. The further south for next week's pod, further south Warrior. Yeah, um, I know that. Must was, be just about. Was Dallas yeah. Mead a West Coaster? Dallas Mead, I don't think so. I think he was a Southlander, and I think there was another one in the original. Someone oh, was there. Remember. But no one. Did he get a game time? Grade. No, yeah. They, Played a bit of reserve grade, I think. So it's, um, it's almost going to come down to where Jazz and Sharky and that live in Christchurch, further south. What suburb south in Christchurch? Yeah, um, I think they're pretty pretty central. I guess if, if Jazz was a Burnham Chevaliers junior, um, but he's not. oh, was he? Uh, well, that's where he first pulled on a boot. He's essentially an Auckland junior, really. He is proud of his uh, Canterbury heritage, but he didn't. To play junior. Burnham. Jesus. Yeah, I think his old man was uh in the in the, in the army there. There, yeah. That's, so Jazz that's, grow that's up Cody. doing the Krypton Factor course. <laughs> that's why Cody was uh played for Burnham as well when he was a little kid. Ah, out of it. Burnham would have a pretty handy little team, wouldn't it? Yeah, if you all the uh, players that have come through. Now Brad, before we sign off, um yeah. uh, you put together a little quiz for me. No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't? No, I said I was on the <laughs> No, I didn't, because on the phone earlier when we weren't going to do the pod, I said I was going to. Oh. But then you pulled the pin, so I didn't do that, and I ended up cleaning out my bar because it's after work drinks at my place today. But then, yeah, so I didn't actually do the quiz in the end because I thought, oh, who, who scored? If you actually get it, I'll know the name. Who scored the first points for Canberra? In... In what game? In, in the, NRL. And for when Canberra come in... In 1982. Scored, yeah. I know 81. And, uh, 82. 82. I know this. Yeah. It was yeah. um, Jerry De La Cruz. Oh, well done. Yeah. Who's uh, Raiders' top point scorer this year? This year? Yeah. Um, who's been doing the kicking for them? Can't even think now. Yeah, I know. That's what I thought. And when I, I actually don't know if this is right now. Um, is there a guy in there? This I hadn't even heard of it. Snyder. Yeah, is he is he their top point scorer? Yeah, and he's only got fifty. Yeah, well, I guess Fogarty took over from him. Yeah, so oh, he's Broker's only played the one game. Um, yeah. So Canberra, and why were the Raiders called the Raiders? Uh, I don't know that one. They were the first out of Sydney team, so they were coming into Sydney yep. to raid the Sydney teams. Um, when they came in, just another factoid for you. Um, mm-hmm. They're bringing in two teams in 1982. Illawarra Steelers was a slam dunk. They got the first. 
Oh, yeah. Muskeg, and then uh, the other one, it came down um, to Canberra and Campbelltown. And, Campbelltown? Uh, yeah, and apparently the, the something like it was, you know, the Canberra's, um, Canberra's amount of airport closure days was a bit of a concern um, <laughs> because of all the fog, fog days <laughs> down there. But, uh, yeah, they overcame that. And Were the magpies thought, in the competition at that stage? Yeah, they... Um, they actually got kicked out at the end of 83, got a, a court injunction or some sort of reprieve. Uh, so that they, they uh, Western Newtown got kicked out at the end of 83. Magpies got a stay of execution. And I think a couple of years later, they moved further out to Campbelltown when they, before that, they were more, you sort of not in a West, but not so far out. Campbelltown's bloody miles away from Sydney. Is that? Central. And um, they were more based in your Lidcombe, Ashfield kind of areas, and then then they uh, sort of moved out to Campbelltown. Jeez, each, back in the day, each, it must have been like clubbed at like the next door neighbouring province, like suburb almost. Those Sydney teams, yeah, must have been yeah, fair jammed in there. Yeah, Penrith would have been like you know going into state just about. Yeah, holy shit, that's a that's good that's a good little factoid. I always thought the West were always Campbelltown. Yeah, no, that's how they sort of were able to survive. A bit longer was uh, moving out that way. Yeah. Huh. Out of it. Biggest loss. What's Canberra's biggest loss? Well, I know this because I actually had to find this out earlier today, as it happened. Oh, did you? For the NRL 25 year book that I'm putting together, their biggest loss was 68 4 to the Storm in 2013. And it was at home. Second biggest win? Uh, biggest win was... 1993, I'll give you a hint. Yeah, 68-0 against the Eels. Uh, yes. Ricky Stewart broke his leg in that game and totally derailed their uh, their premiership hopes with a couple of rounds to go. See, but, this is this is exactly why I am not asking... Fonzie broke up. <laughs> I'm not asking you to, when I ask a question, to Google something for me. It's that you've got this... Bullshit Rainman memory of rugby league that I expect you to know it because you can chuck shit like that at me. That is brilliant, Will. Well done. And that is a great way to sign this pot off, my friend. You know, I just have to tell you this little anecdote. Okay. Uh, so Ricky Stewart um, got carried off with a broken leg in that game. There was a young guy called Trevor Schodel. Yes, uh, Schodel. Yeah, S-C-H-O-D-E-L. And I'm just uh, confirming, actually, he'd come off the bench a couple of times, and this is, I think, his third game off the bench. He scored a long-range try, and as Canberra continued to put the cleaners through Parramatta, mm-hmm. um, I just he's just one of those guys that always sort of stuck in my memory. He only actually played one game at halfback after that he played in the last round for Canberra as Ricky Stewart's replacement, and then... Um, then Tim Shane's cut him loose, went with some other experienced guy for the finals. Yeah. And he never played first grade again. Um, I went to Park Life, which was this festival in Brisbane, kind of like a uh, indie dance kind of festival that was on. It had some good lineups, actually. But when I was living in Brisbane and... Um, Tops off of bum bags? Huh? Tops off bum bags, fluoro shorts? Yeah, probably around that time. Um, yeah. And uh, a mate of mine... Scooter was uh, we're pounding our um, travellers outside uh, before he went in, and we got well. He got busted 
for drinking in public. And um, and the, the officers were, you know, they weren't they weren't too bad. They like, look, you you drink in public and have to give you a fine. He's writing up his ticket, and I was like, Officer Shodel, you wouldn't be related to Trevor Shodel of the Canberra Raiders, would you? He's like, yeah, he's my brother. That's <laughs> Was he pumped on that? Yeah, I don't know if he was pumped on it. I think he was kind of surprised because I was pretty cut. And, How many uh, years is this after the fact? Ten, uh, well, ten years eight, after the, the fact is after his brief. His old man, his brother played one and a bit games. Uh, for, oh, he'd come off the bench for a few. Yeah. Um, Out of it. His, old, his brother's a cop. Wonder what Trev's up to. Probably went off the rails. Yeah. Or onto a, the rails. Bit of a live wire. Out of it. Yeah. That is a, that's a good little antidote. Jeez, yeah. um, you'd think we were a Canberra podcast today, wouldn't you? <laughs> Uh yeah, I might put it. That's a, what we do. That's what we do. We keep you guessing, team. I'm just uh, look. He's he's stayed in rugby league by the looks of it. Trevor Shuttle, mm. um, but a head coaching and development in the Southern Highlands. Oh yeah, mm. big big um nursery. Mm. Big rugby league nursery. Good on you. Oh well, let's go have a weekend, eh? Yeah. Good luck to the Warriors. Oh, we yeah. Good luck I, to the Warriors this weekend. I, Saturday. Uh, yeah. What time, sorry? It's five o'clock. That's perfect. That is perfect. Yeah. Love the love the early Saturday game. So do I. So do I. Oh well, homeboy. I hope hope this has got you out of your your rat funk, mate. It has. Good on you. Look after yourself. We'll see you. See you next time. Yeah. Catch you on the footy.